And now, a word from our sponsor. Oh, Dad, this relationship just isn't working. Why? Reassuring man's voice here. It looks like you're having a few relationship problems. Yes, I am. Reassuring man's voice. My monogamous relationship is feeling tired and old. Why is that? We're bored with each other, and to be honest, I'm left to do all the work. Haha, <laughs> that's very sad. Have you tried New Improved Monogamy? New Improved Monogamy! New Improved Monogamy? What's that? New Improved Monogamy lets you have all the security of a traditional relationship, but in a new, serialized format. Wow! Go on! Well, our scientists have discovered that 93.2% of most relationships end up suffering from nasty patches of boredom. Gosh, that sounds terrible! Simply by changing format from traditional to serial, all the excitement flows back in and you can enjoy a healthy, exciting relationship again, or just move on to the next one. Thanks, reassuring man's voice. I'm definitely switching brands. New Improved Monogamy! And my lazy, good-for-nothing boyfriend. Haha, <laughs> good. He sounds like a total loser. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Spit Roast. This time we're going to be having a chinwag about monogamy. And as well as that, we also have a lovely new guest. Take it away! The Sunday Spit Roast. Okay, so listen everyone, welcome back to the Sunday Spit Roast. I'm Frank Casty, I'm your regular host. I'm joined by Charlie Stanton. Hello. And unusual for us, we have a new uh, host. We've got someone stepping in for Damien Kingsley. We've got Sarah Mills, everyone. Hello. So, Sarah, you're here uh, helping us out because Damien apparently is on his tour now. He's on his, suggesting. Yeah, he's on his uh, Knock Knock UK 120-day charity tour. And in in his absence, you've stepped in to sort of say, hi, you're going to be the the third wheel, so to speak, in in the show. How's that feel for you? Third wheel makes it sound sexual. Does it really? Yeah. I was gonna. Th- I, d- I wasn't gonna go with sexual. I was gonna be like, kind of like last minute. I am filling the breach. I'm like a superhero here, guys. Why is like that? Because uh, you were sh- down a man, and I've just stepped in in my cape and my cape. red bra. Now, is there a superhero name we need to know about? The Red Brazier. The Red Brazier. That, funnily enough, that's it. Well done. <laughs> What's your area of of crime you fight as the Red Brazier? Um, people being dicks. So, for instance, people like pushing around on the tube. Like, I spend a, a lot move. of time on the tube at the moment, and uh, like, I actually really like human beings. Like, I'm I'm very pro people. Like, mm. I think we're all pretty good eggs, yes. generally speaking, yes. until we get on the tubes, oh, and dear. then we're cunts. Yeah, we are. So, wh- who elected you to this role? Was it just me? Uh, you? Yeah, mm. just, you're sort of a vigilante yeah. uh, superhero. Yeah. Basically, you're- I'm a busybody. I'm a pumped up, a pumped up, a jumped up busybody. I prefer pumped mm. up. I am pumped up. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Mm. So, anyway, you're you're a superhero, and you stepped in to help us out here. We, yeah, we, we really you appreciate. You really it. needed me. We. we we do, we do. Um, and Charlie, you're here too, so you, you're not going that anywhere. Sounds, that sounds like more of a surprise than... No, no, I'm just saying, you, you, you haven't <laughs> gone anywhere. I mean, but look, I'm going to say, look, you know, we, we obviously support Damien. Damien's doing a, a great thing for charity. He, I think it's for Shelter, something like that. It he, is for Shelter. He, he's going from essentially uh, Land's End to Edinburgh, and the idea is he can't take any money with him. 
he he has to get from A to B or to, use public or, transport or public oh, wow. transport. So he's going to take what five months to walk to Edinburgh? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I from could the, do that in a month, mate. You, you think so, so? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. They needed you in Game of Thrones. You know what he needs? What's he a need? pair of tits. Really? Whip that... them out. Someone will give you a home <laughs> easy peasy. You, you so, will yeah? make your way up there in three days. Uh, but yeah, but uh, uh, over to you, really, Sarah. I mean, oh, like, uh, yeah, hi. I mean, uh, as I gather, you're some sort of TV producer or something. I'm not some sort of TV producer. I am a TV producer. That's what my profession. What does that mean? That's a very good question. I don't think anyone's ever asked it of me, and now I don't have an answer. It means I'm I'm editorial, so... Give us an example of a show. What what, what sort of show have you worked on? So at the moment, I'm doing um, a sort of talking heads thing for Channel 5, and we've got lots of comedians talking about different funny subjects, and so I sit in an editing suite and... Uh, find the funniest bits and try to put them together in an order that makes sense. With your fucking brassiere and your cape. My, my brassiere. That's more of a night thing though, isn't it? The, the, the superhero thing. Yeah, at, yeah, by night I'm a superhero. I mean, that, that's producer. something that really is, you know, you're not going to mix work with that. I mean, you wouldn't go to a work function and announce that you were like the red brassiere or whatever it was called, the caped brassiere. What was it? The, the, it was the, red the red brassiere. I like that though. It's nice. It's got. I a, feel like you've become sort of mentally attached to this image of my brassiere. No, not really. Okay. I've seen brassiers before. The Kate Moore. I'm, I'm 45. I've seen lots of brassiers, <laughs> and I've got. And I like superheroes. Right? Do we believe him? It's true. It's true. I've seen lots of brassiers. And doesn't yeah. that bring us right round to our sort of relevant topic for today? Oh yeah. Let's. Should we, well, well, how do we get from brassiers to monogamy? Uh, thinking of uh, Sarah's Who, superhero expressiveness. Well, also, you know. Should you take off your brassiere for just one man or many men? Meanwhile, at stately Boob Manor, billionaire playgirl Sarah Mills is greeted by her loyal and trusted housemate, Alberta. Lady Mills, it's the boob signal. May I suggest slipping into something more comfortable? Ready the boob mobile, Alberta. I'm on my way. Right you are, my lady. Without a second to lose, Lady Mills slides down her boob hole and emerges in her now famous cape and red brassiere, the home of the dynamic duo. Ready to go, she jumps into her boob mobile. Atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed. Red brassiere, red brassiere, full cup, plunger, balcony. On you we won't regret When you start a fire In your underwire We're there fully supporting you Red Brazil Red Brazil It's Batman and Superman, my lady They're fighting again Typical Can't we just put it down to boys will be boys, my lady? Not this time Heat vision. You're an alien. You're an orphan. Take that back. Boys, boys, stop this at once. What are you fighting about now? He's way too powerful and needs to be controlled. And he's a vigilante with no regard for the rule of law. Well, you've got a silly costume. You dress like a bat. I'm the Dark Knight. Your costume is unisex. I'm the Man of Steel. Supergirl, same costume. It's classic because it's adaptable. <laughs> Grappling gun. <laughs> <laughs> Hit vision. 
Shoo! Launder! Karate chop! Boys, stop. Chill out. Look, all this macho superhero stuff isn't helping. If you ask me, you two are always fighting because it's easier than dealing with what's really going on here. Reprezir, what do you mean? Well, it seems to me that all this fighting is just a way for you to not really deal with the fact that you actually like each other. That's ridiculous. Let's review the facts. You're both men who wear capes and tight costumes, like to work out, and I'm guessing enjoy a high-protein-based diet. I guess. Sure. I'm just saying you've got more in common with each other than not. It's obvious to me that you are actually attracted to each other, but as macho men don't have the range of expressive emotions to simply say... I like you. So you fight and destroy stuff just to spend time with each other. Well, I do like the way his hair is always bouncy. I can see you have great hair, too, with my x-ray vision. You should take the mask off every now and again. Maybe we could go out sometime and just enjoy a good meal and each other's company. Well, uh, I know a great restaurant just off Gotham's theater district. I didn't know you liked theater. Mostly musical theater. Me too. What's What's your your favorite? favorite? Mamma Mia! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Get out! (laughs) Oh, Clark. Oh, Bruce. Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thumb up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just slip it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like the way that smells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut my bat balls. That's another case wrapped up. My work is done. Boobs away! Red Brazil! Red Brazil! Calling on you, we won't regret When you start a fire in your underwear We're definitely supporting you Red Brazil! Red Brazil! Today we're going to try and roast the topic we're calling monogamy it seems to be like the de facto standard for like the society we live in that everyone has assumed they should live in a monogamous uh, relationship, right? And, and I just don't, I just don't understand why it's the de facto standard. There are a lot of varieties of ways you can live in relationships with people, right? And I don't see why th- this is the standard. And I think it's got a bit of history to do with things like you know the state and religion. And apparently, I didn't realize before farming that plays a big deal in, um, in monogamy. But the point is, do we need it? Is it essential for our, our, our lifestyles, or can we just opt out of it and uh, choose something else? What do you think, guys? This conversation makes me feel like I'm a bit of a prude, to be honest, because I can't imagine, like, I, I can't get my head around the alternative lifestyles. And I know that I should be more, I am open-minded, but I can't imagine being in, like, a three-way relationship or a four-way way or, no. or, you know, or living in a commune of wives. There's a guy down in um, East Sussex who lives with his seven wives. And they're all very happy. I'm and, sure. And there's, you know, 
it's not our place to tell them that they shouldn't. I just can't imagine, I can't place <clears throat> myself in it. So I guess, I don't know, like, not making a lot of sense, but I am pro-monogamy for selfish reasons because it suits me, like it suits my life view. And right. I can't put, I can't picture myself in anything other than sort of monogamous or single and promiscuous. But but you you don't have to feel prudish about that. I, I'm not, I'm not suggesting we all take a a, a side and say uh, this is what I prefer. I just I just think it's just it's just interesting to look at the other the alternatives, right? You know, just to sort of see there must, there's going to be pros and cons to 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 all this kind of stuff. I mean, but what type of monogamy are we talking about? Are we talking about sort of monogamy where it's ideally you get one uh, partner and you force yourself to stay with them until you're fucking that's dead. the spirit <laughs> or you happily sort of have a monogamous 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 relationship and then admit that it's not working out and then serial monogamy I serial that's monogamy that's called. right yeah there's a point i think about 10,000 years ago where you where you can track where people are, are were, were, were polygamous and then basically the advent of the plow basically when people started having to, to sow land and actually make that work for them they needed to change the social structure so it would be like monogamous so that you could you could control the number of healthy men you were producing through one partner and then they, their their ownership as as it was passed down when you die we would keep the land together essentially you wouldn't break up into different family units because you need a lot of land right and that for me is not why i think a lot of people get into relationships now people aren't monogamous because they think oh well you know uh, i really like plows you know, they, don't, they, don't, they don't do it people now are like oh well it's the right thing to do i want to be in one relationship you know they don't think about you know like farming and stuff like that but that's the that's the sort of basis of it historically you know what i mean you could draw a conclusion that we've learnt monogamy that monogamy doesn't come naturally to us no. but that because you know we had this situation where the majority of us are being told and encouraged to get into monogamous relationships that we've learnt that as a species so, but I don't know, is that pessimistic? I mean, you were saying before that it... You know, what I, all I would say to that is if we have learned to do it, we haven't learned to do it very well because we get completely dissatisfied and run off with somebody else. All my life, I've always strived to be better than everyone else. But not too long ago, I found myself at a crossroad. I had already used up all of my self-righteous outlets. Eating organic, vegetarianism, veganism, letting musical homeless people sleep in my garage. <laughs> my buzz was wearing off and I had nothing else to turn to. Luckily for me, that all changed when I heard about... Polyamory! Polyamory is the perfect way for you to feel superior to all your friends and family. Hey, Kev. Hey, Lloyd. Say, Kev, all this polyamory stuff you're talking about sounds great, but, uh, what is it? Well, polyamory is the sexual preference of fucking anyone at any time. And the best part about it is everyone's okay with it. Really? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if my wife would like the sound of that. She definitely likes to walk around with her head up her ass, but this may be a step too far. <laughs> Nonsense, Lloyd. This is exactly the type of subcultural fad that your stuck-up bitch of a wife would just love to jump on. Fucking everyone is to love everyone. And that's a proven fact. Well, when you put it like that. Well, don't just take it from me. Here's what some other people had to say. When I think about how my life used to be, I can't help it laugh. Back then, once I had done eating dinner, my girlfriend and I would usually argue for hours about who would do the dishes. But now we're polyamorous. Once we finish dinner, we just fuck other people instead. Woo! 
only several months ago, my wife would have wanted to strangle me for leaving my dirty sock playing around the house. Not anymore. Now, instead of her getting stressed out and wrapping her hands around my throat, she just relieves her tension by wrapping her hands around Jason's cock instead. Ain't that right, honey? It sure is. That's because, as poly people, we learn to be okay with absolutely everything. Well, other than convention, of course. And pesticides. And foreign policy. And food preservatives. Thank you, honey. There, you've just heard it for yourself. Live your life the polyamorous way. And remember, the best way to feel better than everybody is to... Fuck everybody! We're all now entertaining the idea of being polyamorous. Right, that's what we're doing. Right, that's, this is this is this is. Well, this is, are we entertaining? I think we've established that he's not that into it. Well, no, we're Charlie. entertaining mm. in the conversation. Right, do you yeah. know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So, we, 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 this 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 is a whole. This is an option other other than being monogamous. Right, you can be in a in a polyamorous relationship, and all it means is you have multiple partners, and everyone knows about. It. There's, there's no. It's not. It's no one's sneaking around doing it. From what I gather from from seeing people who do this on the internet. They all seem very. They all seem very happy. Yeah, You're jealous. You can't in, do the, it. in the same fucking sentence, they normally come out of some other hippie fucking woo shit that I just think, oh, that's why you fuck. Yeah, me. yeah. No, there's there some there's some weird shit there. I actually have a video we can watch. So, is every sexual experience an orgy? <laughs> yes. I'm so exhausted. No, do you know how hard it is to plan an orgy? Why isn't one person enough? By that logic, you should only have to have one friend. What's the difference between poly and cheating? The difference between poly and cheating is that cheating is a violation of the relationship. Polyamory is all about consensual discussion, being on the same page. It's not about betrayal. It couldn't be any different. Is it due to your religion? You're thinking of polygamy. Does it bother you that some people don't know the difference between polyamory and polygamy? Most definitely that bothers me. <laughs> polygamy, for the most part, one is more of a legal term. Two, it's more linked to religion. It's more about the man and some subservient women. Polyamory is egalitarian. Everyone has a voice. Is non-monogamy normal? I think maybe the question really is, is monogamy normal? We can choose to be monogamous, um, just like we can choose to be vegetarian. But as Dr. Ryan says, that doesn't mean the bacon won't still smell good. Oh, how do you deal with jealousy? In seriousness, jealousy is something we all deal with. You know, we're jealous of people in our industry. Sometimes we're jealous of people in our family. But for some reason, we consider sexual jealousy to be this insurmountable problem. And it's not. I want great experiences for my partner. And if that includes a different lover, then I'm okay with that. Do you have any advice for young polyamorous people? My advice is to be honest, no matter what. Don't pretend to be chill with things you're not chill with just because you want to be cool poly. Reach out to different resources and just educate yourself. Take your instincts past just what you think is right and really li listen to people who have done this for a long time. <sighs> what an exhausting bunch of bellends. <clears throat> Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we've just watched a video about people talking about answering questions about polyamory, right? And, uh, you know, because they feel there's not enough information out there about it. Now, obviously, it's all fine and dandy if, if that's, you know, if they want to get information out there. I all found them all slightly mm. smug. Yes. Yeah. But isn't that the same with anyone that's chosen a, a slightly alternative path in life? You know, it's the same with fucking vegans. Like, have you ever oh met anyone God, yeah. more yeah. smug than a vegan? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, it's, it's people that know that they're doing the minority option as opposed to the majority option. It's Step like they've right. gone, oh, 
I'm doing something a bit special, me. Oh, you're doing, you're doing, you're a normie. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of reflective in the sense that one of the women there, when they said you get uh, annoyed when people sort of confuse polyamorous with polygamy, and they all kind of went, fucking uh, yeah. That all like, the time. It's like, who the fuck's heard of it? If I'm like, penny. Like you're getting like pissed off at people not being aware of a fucking niche. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it fucking does me in. It's just like, well, fucking sort it out. Start a Facebook page then. Well, I guess they're on the way to that It's like now. getting the wrong Klingon word when you meet someone who's a Star Trek. Do you know what I mean? That's so true. <laughs> so like, no, it's Gapak Taka. <laughs> you know, what? Person. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm just yeah. trying to reach out to you and like, you look weird. I thought I'd talk to you. you know? But they always make fucking completely retarded sort of comparisons. How the hell can you compare it to, well, you can make a choice, like you can make a choice to be a vegetarian. Sorry, the emotional retat- attachments that I get when I think of a spouse fucking someone else to whether or or not I don't want to eat meat they're not the same choice no, no. it's like saying homosexuality is but, a choice no but Sarah's right it. It, I think it's the, it's the niche aspect of it I think it's the getting off on the niche isn't it I mean also which came across there there's actually infighting in the group there's like you know, there's the cool poly right? yeah. <laughs> oh a bunch of dicks <laughs> get over yourself if you want to be cool poly then just go for it but if you want to be real poly like me I, I don't know what I, I don't know if we can sit here and say what's drawn them to polyamory um I get why they're being smug. They are trying out a different type of life. And it's, it's, it's exactly the same as, you know, someone comes back from traveling around Central America and you're like, God, like that would have been really fun. I, I wish that could have been me, you know, cause they've suddenly experienced like something totally different. Those people have experienced something totally different. And I'm a bit sort of disappointed that I don't want it because it, it is like another type of experience. You should experience everything in life, shouldn't you? Unique and impulsive. Dangerous, sexy and confident. Ambiguous and exact. A new scent for a new generation. For me. And me. And us. And me too. Polyamory. A new group sent by Dior. Because all of us are worth it. 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 Me too. Yeah, but then I, I think that sort of all falls down when you sort of decide to maybe have kids. And I think, oh, okay, how does the whole holly golly thing work then? Well, I really think that we should avoid calling it poly golly. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people sort of in that world are not coerced, that's too strong a word, but do it. Go along think, with it. You go along with it, oh. feel like they're impressing someone, you know, have met some bloke that they've fallen for and the bloke's like, oh yeah. I do uh, this all the time. Do uh, come with me, it'd be great. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like you, you, there's clearly someone driving you. It's just whether the, the person who's a little bit more passive is actually going to be into it as well or, the, or are they just going to be there going along and they're going to hold the hand up mints or or something like that how'd you get back in the car afterwards right, put it up your ass yeah put it up my ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, where'd you put your tongue oh many places should we get a pasty right, so on the way home drive through McDonald's <laughs> yeah <laughs>
Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to pick the kids up in ballet on Sunday. Okay, yeah. I think my issue with it is, is that they're like, that. you know, I'm very willing to be like, yeah, every person can do what they want to do, whatever makes them happy as long as they're not harming anyone. But it's when they take a tone that, well, of course I'm polyamorous. Are you still monogamous, yeah. you dick? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then it's like, well, how does that work? How am I supposed to be supportive of your choices? But now you're like turning it around on me and being like, no, you're, you're an idiot for mm-hmm. just fucking one guy at a time. Take out the bum and the vagina at the same time, and then you'll know life. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's a life well lived. I, I seem to have steered distinctly into spit roasting. That's good. That's why we needed you here. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm here about the position. Oh, great. Uh, Steve, is it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I- I'll get the rest of the guys in. Um, in the meantime, can I get you a tea? Uh, no, no, I'm okay. Thanks. Oh, nice place. Thank you. The four of us like it. So where did you hear about us? Uh, just on plentyoffish.com. Oh, okay. The the old-fashioned way. It's quaint, isn't it? <laughs> Plenty of fish. Yes, I suppose so. Uh, right, guys, come come here. Uh, so, uh, Steve, this is Greg. Hello. Uh, Mary. Hello. And Dan. <laughs> Shall we get cracking, guys? Great. So, Steve, we've just lost one of our group here at number 27, uh, Paul. And so we're looking for someone who fills his shoes. I should give you a bit of background. We had to let Paul go. Oh, really? Uh, Do you mind if I ask why? Yes. Why, Greg? Uh, For various reasons, he was becoming quite slack. He was often difficult to get hold of and... He just had a different rhythm. Yes, uh, he, he had a different rhythm. Paul was like... Absolutely, and we're more like ba 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 ba. Exactly. Dan, carry on, Greg. So now we're in need of a fifth member. I guess you could say we're looking for our Robbie Williams. They did replace Robbie Williams. Robbie was irreplaceable. Dan has taken Paul's departure quite badly. He was an angel. My angel. It was for the best, Dan. Uh, Steve, uh, Paul was great, but his his time with us had run its course. Anyway, let's talk about you, Steve. What are you looking for in a poly relationship? Oh, well, uh, all the standard things, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm looking to try out new things and something quite chilled. My last group thing was great for a while, but more recently they were bringing in some very strict rules. Took out the fun, really. Shorter cigarette breaks, dress code. I'm all for a bit of routine and structure in a relationship, but this was going a bit too far. My thing is, I'm more of a live and let live kind of guy. And I'm laid back, but I still pull my weight, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I totally get you, Steve. It sounds like you might be our type of person. Yes, great. Um, but Steve, uh, can you tell me the sort of things you can bring to the relationship? Yes, Steve. Do you think you can mix the stamina of a lion with the downy softness of a box of ducklings? Because that's what I've lost. Dan. Sorry, Steve. We've had a hard time getting Dan to see it was for the best. Anyway, um, maybe talk us through what you can bring to the relationship. Sure. Um, uh, well, uh, what can I bring to the relationship? Uh, well, uh, I've got an Xbox. Uh, a great record collection. Uh, and a massive dong. Massive dong. 
Hmm, all sounds good to me. What do you think, guys? Yeah, great. I- I'm happy. I-, I think that's everything, really, yeah. What spoon are you, Steve? Dan! Let me ask the question. Listen, Melina. What spoon are you? Uh... Come on, Steve. Are you big? Medium? Small to medium? Extra small? Uh, 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 m- medium? Ha! Oh. Oh, dear. Well, uh, what? what? Uh, I... I th- Steve, I think that's everything. I, I think you should be getting on your way now. Thank, thanks so much for coming. I knew it. I knew it. Come on. Uh, Steve, sorry about this, but uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks, bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Bye, bye, Steve. Bye, bye Steve. Cheerio. No regrets. They don't work. No regrets this, this is something that gets me about monogamy, right? It's like, obviously, lots and lots of people do it. It is it is the normal, apparently, in this in this country it is anyway. Yeah. Not worldwide. Worldwide, you'll be interested to know that... 186 mon- countries out of 1,217 are monogamous. Yeah. There are not that many countries. There's no, 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 196 no, cities, countries. Sorry, 1,200 and change societies. I think about, uh, I think 15% of the world's societies... Are, but they, are don't actually in, bro- they don't take into account population size. Why, if it, if it is in this country, why do so many people... People then cheat. Why do they go out of the relationship to do this? And I want this question to follow on because I think it's very interesting to compare us to the French in this case, with this idea that the French are sort of slightly okay about the idea of adultery or, or infidelity. Are they though? Apparently so. Yeah. Apparently it's a real Where's thing. Where's the evidence? My Mac has died, so I uh, can't Google it. Do you want to get some power for your Mac? I would got, like to. Have, get have, some you, have power you got? Have you got? Have you got a, a cable? Yeah. Can we juice it up? Or are you googling? So I think I've got the some French s- being cheats. <laughs> Oh yeah, like rapist Pepe Le Pew skunk type character. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? Pepe Le Pew's attitude when it comes to that female skunk. Oh, I see. Well, he, he's well, he's full of amour, and he basically wants to like he, he just keeps grabbing her and yeah, trying to yeah. kiss her, mm-hmm. uh, and she yeah, like, slips yeah, away. Yeah. Can we watch some? Can I need to like? I don't understand. Can okay, you please? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some Pepe Le Pew. A lady, feminine, female, girl, skunk. In the spring, a young man's love lightly turns to thoughts of fancy. Keep your guard up, chérie. Hello, young lover, whoever you are. I am Pepe Le Pew. Everyone should have a hobby, don't you think? Man is making love. You are a girl, I am a boy. We have all that in common, darling. Mm, may I call you darling? Mm, you may call me streetcar because of my desire for... I, I get a kick out of her. So, yeah, okay, now, now we've established who the French are and how, <laughs> how skunks relate to them. Um, I just Did like you get any of- counter... Evidence. By I'm just right. reading an article on the salon, which is a very oh, respected. Salon. Yeah. What, what? Do you not like it? I mm, don't think they necessarily represent everybody's views. Oh, really? Okay. We seem to have lost all our energy, guys. Is it because I'm reading an article? Well, yeah, no, we're, we're, waiting, waiting we're, we're waiting for you to tell us. You're, you're okay. about to say, I have found this article that. Right. Okay. Hang on. 
while we're waiting for you, yeah. um, I thought I might point out there's been several <laughs> French presidents who have had open affairs um, throughout you know, recent history. The evidence is the, clear. There's, there's, even a, there's even a graph here of uh, <laughs> attitudes, a massive worldwide survey here saying how many people who thought affairs were morally inacceptable. And France came at the very top of that. So 47% of French people say that um, affairs are morally unacceptable, which means 53% are either indifferent or, or agree with it. And it goes right through the world here, as you can see. We're, we're actually, I think we're at 73 we're uh, in the UK I think it's a real thing I don't think it's I don't think every French person does it I think it's the elite the powerful I think it's men do it more than women and I just think it's interesting that their attitudes were that they're, they're a monogamous uh, society but it, in certain circumstances it's sort of okay uh, I think at one point they said one, one of the French was it was it Mitron his um his mistress and his wife both stood hand in hand at his funeral um, right. do, you know, do you know what I mean? So that, that, that's, that's, it's that attitude I'm talking about. That, that just doesn't happen here at all in the UK. I well, don't... here I am looking for counter arguments to the idea that the French are more, um, I don't know what the word is, uh, cheats. This, this is more... the worst rap battle ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we're just looking things up on, on and, and trying to find... but no, c- carry on, please. I, I never um, consented to a rap battle. <laughs> am, I like the, am I the Pepe Le Pew of, ra- of rapping now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dear, come on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> rap with me. <laughs> rap with me. <laughs> From the Palace of Versailles in the Louvre and up the Seine, the French ignore the vows on the extramarital love train. And when they say I do, they mean I'll do it while it suits me. When court trousers down, it's just a case of celery. Call it cheating, but when we look afar And we see the French winning because they call it ooh-la-la la. They're married with kids, but it's nothing but a sham When they see someone else sexy, they don't give a Notre Dame I'm, All I'm finding is articles that the talk about French, France's high occurrence of extramarital affairs so look I, I, i'm not saying it's right it is a, i'm just saying it's a thing I, I know i know you can appear to be it sounds like one of those things you might say like it's like saying oh all the french love onions you know or something <laughs> it's not like that i mean it's not a stereotype it's just a, it's, a, it's a characteristic that a lot of people talk about that, that's a, you know, a cultural thing in france now is that do they have it better than us do, do, do they because we have the same amount of affairs uh, we we had the same amount of infidelity as, as France does, apparently, but we just deal with it differently. I just don't understand why over here everybody would feel sort of like really emotionally betrayed and sick. But in France, for some reason, that's not necessarily so much of the case. Is it the snails? Is it the frog legs? Well, we, I'll What's... go further. We love the French, right? We love the French. I'll tell you for why, right? We love the French because every time I hear anyone say a French word in the UK, they always have a stab at the pronunciation. They'll always say something like, yeah, good and blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not les miserables, it's le miserables, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, we love the French. The French are like our neighbours and they're, we're looking over the fence and we can see them and they're, they're like, they're like us, but they have sophisticated affairs and they have a lovely language and we sort of envy them a little bit, right? And huh? fancy cuisine. A fancy cuisine. They've got a fabulous cuisine, right? And, and yeah, do you know, do you know actually the, the French... But you know that if we cheated on our partners, we wouldn't suddenly get better food here? No, that's for sure. Well, maybe we would. That's it. That, maybe it's, <laughs> that's the maybe that's, that's maybe the bar the, mm. for food being so shit. The food is produced by just this overflow of passion that they've got over there because they don't Must just be. limit themselves to one person. Do you know what? That's actually quite a good theory. I don't think it is. <laughs> in, in my mind. I can go with that. But I don't know, really. I, I mean, do the French have polyamorous relationships? 
Right. Well, this is well, the do thing. Do they have to? I sort of think, well, why are you getting married in the first place, French? I know, like... Like, at least over here, like, we're, we're getting married and then we're sticking to it largely, or at least, you know, the, the 50% statistics divorce, say, 50% so. divorce rates in this country. Well, okay, but we're sticking but we're to our partners when we are married as a whole, like, or, you know, the, the majority uh, figures would say so. Um, so why, if the French people are so, like, so can't keep it in their pants, why aren't they, why are they bothering to get married in the first place? Ah, it is good to be back from a hard day's work at the Onion Factory. And as I arrive home, I cannot help but notice what a beautiful day it is. The birds are singing, the sky is blue. The skunks are forcing themselves on the local cat population. Ah, life is good. It is good to be a Frenchman. Now, I can say bonjour to my lovely wife, Fifi. Fifi, ma chérie! It is I, Jacques. I am home. That's strange. No one is here. Oh, oh, Fifi and my twin brother Jacques, what are you doing? Hello, Jacques. Jacques, it is not what it looks like. It is exactly what it looks like. Fair enough. Jacques, my darling, Jacques and I are having an affair. I am betrayed. My wife and my brother are cheating on me. Do not fret, my husband. It is not a big deal. I'm just being French. What? It is the French way. We can have affairs as long as it is discreet and no one gets hurt. This is true. Our society at worst turns a blind eye and at best it is... Celebrated as as romantic and passionate. What? I am just being patriotic, Jacques. <laughs> she was patriotic multiple times, Jacques. Yes, I was, Jacques. <laughs> oh, yes, Jacques, I, I was. Look, Fifi, my darling, I think you've made a little mistake. What is that, my husband? It is true we French celebrate infidelity, but it's only the husband who has the affair. Not the wife. Well, that's a little bit sexist. We, oui, Jack. It is the 21st century now. You need to update your views. You can update my views again anytime, Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, you two. Don't turn this round on me. I am the wrong party here. It is you two who have cheated on me. Well, I have to say, Jacques. That's not very French of you. Fifi, he sounds more like Englishman, huh? <laughs> Eh, go blimey, mate. I've been a cheated on, huh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacques, it's that kind of sassy humour which keeps this affair alive. Kiss me, mon chéri. Mm. Mm. Oh, no. Stop! 
It is bad enough you two are having an affair, but to do it in front of me and claim it is just an expression of nationalism, this is unbelievable. But the worst thing of all is that Jacques is my twin brother. Fifi, he is my identical twin brother. Why would you have an affair with my identical twin brother? Jacques, you and your brother are definitely not identical. But we are! Sorry, my darling, but you are not. You may be my Arc de Triomphe, but your brother, he is my Eiffel Tower. Oh, la la, Oh, Jacques. Oh, Jacques. Oh, Okay, everyone, that was the show about monogamy, and uh, it went off in a few directions, I think, but I think we're going to end the show there. Uh, we had great fun doing it. I'd like to thank uh, Sarah Mills for coming in. You're very welcome. And also Charlie Stanton. Thank you. Should I have thanked you all, seeing as I was like, you're welcome, and Charlie was like, yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, he's really like fart. magnanimous, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you like, you're too yeah. right, thank you. If you like. Okay, I, I, do you both feel thanked? Yes. Okay. No, but great. I'm saying I haven't thanked you back. Okay, uh, go for it. Thank you back. Thank you back too. Thanks, thanks for having me. Well, it, was, it was a pleasure. Uh, will you come back and do it again? No. Fuck you too then. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, it's been another Sunday Spit Roast. Thanks for coming in. Bye. Bye. Keep in touch with us via www.sundayspitroast.com or via Twitter at Sunday Spit Roast. Thanks for listening. Bye.